Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Keep It Wise segment of the O Word to the Wise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jumi Moses. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you do not miss future episodes. As promised, you know that these episodes are dedicated to you and your dilemmas and me trying my hardest to give you the best possible advice. So remember, if you're looking to get advice on the podcast, make sure you email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com or follow our Instagram page, which is a word to the wise pod, and you can send a DM. So I don't know about you guys, but I have been binge watching The Last Dance on Netflix. It's the Michael Jordan documentary. Yes, I know I'm late. I know that most of you have already watched it if you have cable or you have the ESPN app, but I don't have cable. Neither do I have ESPN. All right. And and to be honest with you, I am not a sports fanatic. Okay. Let me just be real. All right. I was really into sports when I was younger and every time my team would lose, I I literally would be so heartbroken so I was just like nah this is <laughs> this is not for me at all but obviously I dabble sometimes so who doesn't know Michael Jordan so it was really interesting to sort of see his story and see how um or see what made him great I should say so it was really cool I've been binge watching it but I will say in my opinion it fell flat a little bit um I would give it a solid seven out of ten right and I know some people are gonna look at me like I'm freaking crazy but I kind of think that they made him like super one-dimensional like I didn't really feel like there was depth to him to be quite honest with you I mean yeah they talked about his relationship with his family especially his parents and, and most specifically his dad and how his dad was like super instrumental in his life and his his success and you know they talked about what made him sort of like a beast on the court but I felt like they didn't talk too much about his personal life like you know his wife I mean he was married to his ex-wife for about 20 years the whole time he was in the league and they didn't talk about that they didn't interview her you know I'm sure she had some sort of influence on his life maybe not on the court but in other aspects and they didn't talk about his um, children like his children didn't make a cameo didn't talk about their dad what it was like to have Michael Jordan as a dad you know what I mean um because Michael Jordan talked about how much his dad meant to him. But, you know, I would have liked to know, was he a good dad to his kids? But, you know, that's why I would give it a 7 out of 10. You know, I, I felt like it would have been cool to see that side of Jordan. Because, like, like I said, he was a beast on the court. But was he, like, did he have that same sort of um, dominance, you know, in his personal life with his kids, with his wife, you know, was there a softer side to him? That would have been cool to see, you know? So I wonder why I didn't incorporate that into the documentary. So it just kind of felt very one dimensional to me. Like he was like a, a robot, like he sports and nothing else, right. Mattered to Jordan. So, but all in all, it was a really good, um, a really good documentary so I recommend that you watch it even if you're not a sports fan because I'm not a sports fan and I still enjoyed it anyways all right enough about Michael Jordan because um, like what's my business right um, en enough about him let's get into today's dilemmas and like I said I got two dilemmas and they're both pretty interesting so I think you guys are going to enjoy them So the first person wrote in and they said, hi, Jumi, 
Thank you for creating this podcast. I really enjoyed listening to it and it has been helping me a lot. Thank you so much for listening and I am glad that it is helping you. So they write, I've been dealing with this issue for the past few days and it has hit me hard today. Enough that I thought I need to ask for some help. I'm trying to become a better person, a better friend, and hopefully a good partner one day. For some time, I thought I had moved on from my past and my actions. I am doing my best to be a better person, getting in touch with my values and building integrity. But I feel like there is so much broken within me. No matter how hard I try to improve, that just makes me unable to love and be loved and deserving of love. Like karma is telling me that because of what I've done, I can't expect anything good to happen in any type of relationship. Three years ago, I met someone who subsequently changed my life. It all fell apart because I wasn't in the right place mentally and emotionally. I was a pathological liar. The whole thing with him was built on lies I told. I lied about many aspects of my life. I lied about my sex life, lied about small things I would tell him I was doing, etc. It took me a few months after he and I stopped talking to figure out that it was from lack of self-acceptance. I didn't, I did not like myself. I didn't like who I was, what my real life was, and I didn't think I was worthy of anything real with someone. So I lied, hoping to not only be more interesting in the eyes of others, but particularly his. It was a year later that I sent him a letter coming clean and apologizing for my lying and betrayal. The guilt hasn't left me since. As a result, I honestly don't believe to that I am worthy of even trying to find love, whether platonic or romantic. I've kept myself pretty much insulated. I don't go out only with family. I only interact with people online and then again, not deeply. I'm afraid of getting close to anyone. I'm, af- I'm afraid of being myself, afraid of anyone liking me, afraid of falling yet again and hurting someone else. Hell, I've even lost my sense of humor. I know that a coping mechanism I've developed is to be cold when interacting with people. Anything to avoid forming some kind of friendship with someone. The idea that I took advantage of his kindness and patience weighs heavily on my heart. I'm not a good person. I'm selfish and immature, but I'm trying to change that. To be honest, I don't know what I'm asking for. I'm just asking for some advice on how to be the better person. I'm 24 and I feel like the more years pass, the harder it will be to change. So I'm just going to go ahead and do a recap. All right. And so basically, you believe that you're not a good person because you were dating this guy that was probably really good to you or you're saying he changed your life and it seemed like he was a positive change. But because you were in a negative mind space, you ruined it, right? Because you were lying, you weren't honest and you were just doing like really shady things. And you probably, you took advantage of his patience and his kindness. And, you know, you sent him a letter, you, you, you reached out to him to apologize. Um, but you know, the weight of 
how you acted in that relationship is still weighing on you and you realized that the reason why you acted so poorly in that relationship is because you lacked self-acceptance, right? You didn't like who you were, so you felt like you needed to lie about who you were in order for this person to like you or potentially love you. But in doing so, you sabotaged the whole relationship and the you made the situation more or less toxic. So now you are scared of meeting people or getting to know people, whether on a romantic or platonic level, because you just feel like you have a record of hurting people and you don't want to do that. You want to be a better person and you're to some extent, you're trying to be a better person, but you still ultimately believe within you that you're a bad person. And because you are a bad person and you've done bad things, quote unquote, you feel like this is karma, right? Like, you know, the universe is telling you that you don't deserve love or you're not worthy of love. So first of all, I just want to say that you are worthy of love and you're not a bad person, right? Like, yes, you made some bad mistakes, right? Or you you, you did some bad things. And yes, you have hurt someone. But I think that you need to give yourself credit for being self-aware and you have started the work, right? You started the work, you realized that, okay, I was acting really poorly because I didn't love myself. And as a defense mechanism, I felt like I needed to lie and be this really disloyal person in order to like preserve some sort of worth that I felt deep down that I didn't have. So you are doing the work, but if you continue to Think of yourself as a bad person. If you continue to attach shame to the actions that you've done in the past, then it's going to be very hard for you to move forward. What I'm going to say to you is that first, you need to change your mindset, right? Like you cannot live in the past. You can't go back in time and change how you acted, right? All you can worry about is the present and work towards the future. And in the present moment, you're trying to become a better person, right? So when you do connect with somebody in the future, you're bringing your healthiest self, you're bringing a self that you accept, right? I just did an episode on self-love. You probably want to check that out. But in order for you to keep progressing in the direction of self-acceptance and self-love, I strongly recommend that you think about therapy, right? Through therapy, you're probably going to find other things about yourself, right? This is going to be a long journey and it's going to be a little bit brutal because you're going to kind of get into some really dark places emotionally, right? That's just what comes with self-work and self-growth. So it's not going to be easy, but it seems like you are determined to do it. So therapy will help you to cultivate that self-love. It's going to help you to stop shaming yourself for your past. And it's going to help you ultimately move in um, towards the direction of being a better person in general. So if I were you, I would research online therapy resources. I can't think of any at the top of my head as, except from for better help, but I'm sure that there's a lot of other resources out there. So you're not a bad person at all. And you know, you're young, you made mistakes, but you're holding yourself accountable and you're trying to do better, right? So 
give yourself that grace. And I know it's hard sometimes when we look back and we realize that we let somebody down that we really care about and that we really love. It's hard to overcome that, right? But you really have to forgive yourself. The only way you can move forward is forgiving yourself. And forgiving yourself doesn't mean forgetting or acting like it didn't happen. It's accepting that it happened and, you know, still giving yourself the grace to know that you can do better and you're not a bad person because of those actions that you did in the past. So ultimately what I'm saying is continue to do the work and go to therapy. I hope that was helpful to you. I wish you the best of luck. And once again, you are not a bad person at all. So I'm going to go into the other dilemma and the person writes, Hi, Jumi. Great podcast. I hope you read my dilemma. So this is a, uh, a much shorter one than the one I just read. So that's good. Uh, the person writes, my guy dumped me via text for calling his friend when he wouldn't answer my calls. I know at the time he was with his friend and I texted him to tell him that I would call his friend because I needed to speak with him. The friend did not pick up or answer my text. Was I wrong for calling the friend? Is him saying he never wants to speak with me warranted because I did? I haven't reached out to him, but I'm baffled that such would be the end of our relationship. We just got back together two months ago, trying the long distance thing. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, like I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit lost here. So you were trying to get a hold of him and you weren't able to reach him or he was ignoring you. So you text him and you're like, I know you're with your friend. So I'm going to call your friend to try to talk to you. And then you call his friend, but his friend doesn't pick up. And then he messages you and he's like, I'm never going to talk to you again, essentially breaking up with you. And you guys had just gotten back together two months ago. And you guys are trying to do this whole long distance thing. And you want to know if you calling his friend warrants him breaking up with you. The simple answer to that is no, it does not. I mean, I think this is a very, uh, this is kind of outrageous. If I'm being honest with you, this is kind of crazy. I wonder if he's been trying to break up with you now for some time, because if I was in a long distance situation and I was trying to get a hold of my boyfriend and I'm calling him, he's not responding. And I maybe I'm, I, I mean, I'm worried probably. And if I knew he was supposed to be hanging out with his friend and I had his friend's number, of course I would call his friend or I would text him. Unless I'm, unless I'm missing something or unless you guys aren't as serious as you're supposed to be, but I don't see why he would break up with you for calling his friend because you're trying to get a hold of him or you're trying to talk to him. That just doesn't make sense to me. It just, it sounds to me that, he's looking for an excuse to break up with you. And he just kind of found the smallest thing on earth, like a, a grain of sand and, you know, ran with it and, and broke up with you. So yeah, to answer your question, like it's <laughs> like you didn't do anything wrong and it does not warrant a breakup at all. I know this must be hard because this is like a form of like, gaslighting um and you're probably like super confused and you probably hurt I mean you said you haven't reached out to him but like just hearing like just reading that I'm like like super annoyed for you so 
I don't think you want to be in that type of situation, right? If I were you, I just would not reach out or try to resolve things because like you shouldn't be um, afraid of reaching out to his friend if you can't get him. And it's a long distance situation, right? Like you should be able to call his friend or text him if you can't, if you're not able to get a hold of him, right? Obviously, you're not going to be blowing up his friend's phone all the time. And it's not like you and his friend, like, were hooking up or doing things behind his back. So I really don't understand why he would break up with you. So yeah, no, no, it's absolutely, uh, this does not warrant a breakup. I, like I said, I honestly believe this man just wanted to break up with you. Maybe the whole long distance thing is not working for him. So he's like, He's been wanting to find a way out, but didn't know how to tell you. So this is the best way he feels like he needs to do it. So, yeah, no, just, I mean, just, I just, you're just going to have to let it go. You're going to have to let it go. I hope that was helpful to you. Um, and, I, and I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I hope that was helpful. But like I said, guys, if anybody else is looking for advice, email or word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Or follow the Instagram page, Award to the Wise Pod, and send a DM. Till next time, peace and love, always, always, always.